Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hello, you have found us. The podcast about what people would do on their last day on Earth. Will they raid their local Nando's? Steal a Fiat Punto? Tell their boss how they really feel? Or maybe just have a jolly old time with their nan and a shepherd's pie? What would you nutters do with your last day on Earth? Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. Last day on Earth. Do you want to mention your headwear or should we just move on to... <laughs> <laughs> I hate you. I don't know what you're on about with my headwear. What headwear? Right, nothing, so nothing strange as we here. were setting up, Rochelle was like... <laughs> this is why I don't tell you things. Rochelle was like, I'm not going to switch my camera on because I've just washed my hair and it's currently... The only way that I could describe it is like basically... It's like a an oversized fez, <laughs> which fits over your ears. That just sounds like I'm just wearing a weird hat. But the way you've also described it, it sounds to me, it's kind of like an electric do an electric do rag. Can you see that it's fogging up my glasses? I can on see it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> so um, it's ba- it's like it's like a heated. A heated bonnet to dry my hair. It's um, lovely. It's like it is really lovely. A padded, a padded pencil case. My current one has a black background with pink and purple spots. Mm. We cute. Um, yeah. This is this is what we go through. I can't use a hair dryer. It makes my hair go um, too like frizzy. It's lovely. It's all about the definition with the. Ca- you've said that too many times. That I feel like you're being sarcastic. We will be posting a picture, so no. Watch out for that. <clears throat> I mean, no, right. You can. You didn't post. You can move your no. uh, camera as much as you want. I'm recording this meeting. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you can't post a picture of this when you didn't post the video of you doing your TikTok dance on Manu and Liz's episode. Right. I'll say, I'll tell you what. We'll do a poll. Right. <laughs> I hate if you. the people want to see. You, in your electric do-rag, will post a picture of that. If the people want to see me doing my TikTok, I hate my husband dance, we'll post that. The people will choose. Your dance would go viral. Viral. The people will choose who they want to go viral. You know what's not fair? is people on the Instagram account who haven't listened to the episodes, but just see the poll... We'll definitely vote electric do rag. It's not. It's nothing like a do rag, and that's annoying. Electric do rag. <laughs> it's nice. You're on the. You're on the floor. Are you on the floor? I am on the floor because I need to be closer to a plug socket so it can. Be plugged <laughs> so your in. electric do rag <laughs> can be plugged in. <laughs> Mate, um, that's what. It's not a rat tail mullet. That's what this cable is. Row to the shell. Sup sup. I've got some news for you. Boxel Corsa was the car that this girl was bought for her to keep her mouth shut. Just so you know. <laughs> a brand new back it was well it was back in 2015. So a brand new 2015 Luxor Corsa. Step one. 
I love the fact that they listened or like, look, she wants to know. She wants I'm to know, so I'm going to tell her. Of course. Why don't we discuss lockdown woes slash lows? Hello, can you get... Last week, Hello. we... Uh, we shared some lockdown lows. Lockdown lows. We did. You made me feel bad about mine, and I tried to support you through yours. Standard situation for our friendship. We've got quite a lot to get through. Yeah, I know. We've got quite... Yeah. People have had a rough time. <laughs> um, can I say one thing, though, yeah. before we get into the other lows? Yeah. Thank you for the people who reached out to me to let me know that I was not alone. In people who have reached out in a caring manner to people from their past. Oh. And at the same time, there were two of them, because yeah, I had, I think it was about five people, um, but two people who reached out and were like, oh, I thought it was just me. I'm glad to know I'm not the only one. Both of their birthdays are June 14th, as is mine. So now I'm like, maybe it's just a personality trait. Maybe it's just because it was, It's I'm just a caring person and I just wanted to check that people were doing okay. I mean, if that's what you want to go with, then that's fine. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm a hoarder. I'm a collector of people. People know I, I love hard and I care deeply. It's not my fault. But... Is that your, uh, <laughs> your uh, dating, <laughs> dating app bio? <laughs> I love hard. <laughs> no, because in all fairness, like love hard sounds so, not great. Uh, yeah. <laughs> right, here we go. <laughs> um, out of sheer boredom, I shaved my head and ended up looking like a kiwi. I saw that one. Like, maybe it was just them that thought they looked like a kiwi. Maybe everyone else was feeling the vibe. I... I'm a fan of the many different hobbies that people decided to take up over lockdown. Um, Hairdressing is one that a lot of people took up. And I think they also very quickly put it back down and realised that they should probably be paying more for their haircuts. And they started appreciating hairdressers a lot more. For sure. We also had quite a few people who panic bought a lot of things. Uh. Um. I'm going to keep this person anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> Do they also have a brand new 2015 Vauxhall Corsa? Not quite, but they had something maybe even more extreme. I, oh. They say, I really panicked at the start of this pandemic. So I bought scuba diving gear, 100 boxes of protein bars, 50 bags of beef jerky, and invested in an underground bunker in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. I live in Manchester, England. <laughs> <laughs> and then he finishes the email by saying, no regrets. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. There you go. How many people can fit into the bunker in Milwaukee? I'll ask him. <laughs> Are you interested in going to Milwaukee, Wisconsin and shacking I, um, up? I speak. I speak to a lot of people in Wisconsin for work. So, you oh. know, if I'm over there and then I'm like, oh, it's gone bad. <laughs> head down and to I don't want to go to my Airbnb, just head down to the bunker. Or even if it's know. not bad, you just fancy a bit of a protein bar and a, and a beef jerky. <laughs> I mean... We also had some people that um, became addicted to certain things. Oh. 
I think I may have now a mild addiction to gin, slightly stale custard creams, and the Schindler's List soundtrack. <laughs> right, that's a weird mix. <laughs> like, at what point did they start colliding? Well, because like, if... that's <laughs> that's a that's bad, isn't it? I'm not thinking when I'm watching Schindler's List because that's a film I've seen. Um, you know what I really want? Custard creams. Custard creams are a happy biscuit. Custard creams are more of like Monsters Inc. Right. My boyfriend and I quarantined together. After three weeks into quarantine, I found out that he doesn't actually have the banking job he supposedly had for the last three years and has actually spent that time soul searching and writing a book about the people he meets at the bus station. We broke up shortly after but continue to live together for another three months as he didn't have a job <gasps> or anywhere to go. Some of these have made me feel really bad and really sad. When you say they've made you feel really bad, have they made you actually feel really good because you didn't go that low? No, that's tragic. Imagine you're dating someone, like long-term relationship, and you start living together, un- you know... In pretty weird circumstances, a pandemic, and three weeks into this pandemic, you find out that this job that he supposedly had for, how long? For three years. He's not had that job. He's actually been going to the bus station to interview people for his book. Yeah, it's not really the best, is it? Some people's lows sort of uh, matched up with Gwyneth's in a different way. Oh. I guess it also, it goes on to the whole um, hobby situation. Mm-hmm. But obviously, our, our pal Gwen, Gwyneth, uh, her low was the fact that she started eating bread oh, and yeah, like, yeah. making pasta. We had some people that just started making bread, or shall we say just attempting to make bread. <laughs> just putting random bits of slop into, into the oven, bits of flour and water. We want pictures, in. to be fair. <laughs> Bad loaf. Um, I like this one. Things I've learned about my partner since working from home. Number one, he should not eat dairy. (laughs) (laughs) Number two, he types louder than anyone I've ever heard type. And number three, my favorite one. If we worked in the same company, he is definitely the kind of co-worker I would make fun to other colleagues about. Oh... So that's a sad one. I realized just how bad my girlfriend's taste in films are. Like she described Shrek 2 as the film that changed her life the most. I, I want to know how she was going to, like, how was she living before Shrek 2? And in what way did it change her life? Because that, like, what? To be fair. No. Shrek 2 is probably the best no. one out of all four. I didn't even realize there were four. But come on, how is Shrek going to change your life? Well, there's five, isn't there? Is there five Shreks? This is already too much. I wish my brother was here. He's the biggest Shrek fan. Megan, tell us about your tongue. Oh my gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Straight that is, in there. That is the first time anybody's ever began a conversation like that with me. Well, I won't really see the whole history of my mouth, but basically... Well, that's sad. I know. Well, yeah, I don't know. Sorry. Um... <laughs> So a couple of weeks ago, my mouth started really, really hurting, but I just assumed it was like me just being a wimp and that my spice intolerance had gone down or whatever. So I just tried to power through it. Um, And then I 
such a hero I mean thank you and also like I didn't want to be laughed at so I didn't tell anyone which you know is like the first rule that I've broken of any medical condition it's like you need to tell Mm. people and it got to the point where um like at least three or four times a day like my eyes were streaming slash I was crying because my (laughs) my mouth was hurting so badly when I was eating Well, again, I just assumed that I was being a wimp. And so I was like, no, I just need to power through it. So it was like anything with remotely a tiny bit of spice and anything you could possibly think of. Um, and like, and then every morning, every night when I was brushing my teeth, I was crying whilst brushing my teeth because the toothpaste was... No, this isn't okay. Yeah, so... I mean, I was just waiting for you to say that your mouth, like your tongue was the double double the size. Well, I wasn't expecting you to go well, through... This, this is really sad story. I know. I'm so sorry. You can cut this out if you really want to. But never. So I told my parents about it a couple of days ago because that's who I'm living with right now during lockdown. And I said like, oh, and also like I can start seeing some like spots on my tongue that I don't usually see. Um, so maybe that's you know something. Anyway. So this morning, before I came to record with you guys, I was like, oh, is my tongue any better? Because last night I like, I had a new toothbrush. I started using this new mouthwash, crying throughout. Um, Do you know what I mean? Like I set all the precautions to make sure that it wasn't anything to do with that. Stuck out my tongue and both my parents simultaneously gasped and said, look at the size of your tongue. Now, I've been living with this for about a month. Again, I haven't told anybody. So this is just my norm now. But I have realised, and I'm not going to do it for you because I'm just embarrassed, but when I do stick out my tongue, it does go outside the perimeter of my lips. And it is a lot wow. bigger than I initially remembered. And obviously my, par- <laughs> my parents have remembered in their limited viewing of my tongue. Um, so I'm sorry if I can't speak today because it's getting caught up in there. I'm trying to enunciate for you. You're doing you're doing better than either of us usually do. So um, even with your that's, that that's tongue. fair. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe I just said it. Wow. Well, I'm glad that I went from telling nobody to um, <laughs> telling telling the world. Amount of people. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh gosh, and for those of you out there who don't know who this lovely fat-tongued person is. Really. Oh. Temporarily fat She is t- t- temporarily fat tongued. I apologize. Mm-hmm. She is a daughter, as we've heard, a sister, a friend, a performer. I'm now questioning your story because you're also an attention seeker. She's fragile, myopic, a chorizo loving wannabe vegan, mm. a radio host, and a possibly dyslexic English literature student who has just received a job offer to teach maths. I had to get a flex in there. It's me. <laughs> Mate, flex away. It's Megan Clayton. Yay. Thank you so much for having me. Congratulations on your new job. Well, I haven't accepted it yet, but thank you. Congratulations on your new potential job. Thank you so much. That's really exciting. Where, where are you relocating to? So... I don't know the exact school yet, but they want me to teach somewhere in the northeast of England. So anywhere below Scotland to the north of Yorkshire, which is, you know, the furthest away I could get from home. Cute little southerner. Well, yeah, thanks. Well, this is the thing. Both my parents are very much northern 
Um, oh. So, yeah, my dad's from Manchester, Stockport, to be specific, and my mum's from York, and our family has been Northerners for generations, so I am very possibly the first Southerner in both my family's lines, and I'm sure they're all very disappointed in me. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> that your parents, in the middle of the night, did something to your tongue so that you would speak a little bit more like a northerner? Well, like injected, inject me with something. Um, mm-hmm. Well, very quite possibly, although down here, probably, I don't know what you guys think, but ever since I can remember at school, I've been known as the northerner, um, even though I know I don't sound northern, but to them I do. I think I have like slight words that I like path or grass or one. Um, but anyway, so, I mean, that thought hadn't crossed my mind, but they do know that I'm a very deep sleeper, like, as in, have slept through several fire, like, smoke alarms in our house, kind of deep sleeper. So, it's, yeah, okay, well, thank you so much for putting that in my head. A new insecurity <laughs> that I know, yeah, thank you. No, that's fine, no, anytime. Anything we can do to yeah. help? <laughs> goodness so is um is chorizo the only thing that you struggle with in your quest to be a vegan Mm, well no it's just the start it's just the start of the issues it's like (laughs) (laughs) it's like a gateway (laughs) gateway meats the gateway called meat yeah so um it's like at a push i could probably be at least a vegetarian cheese is also something that i'm very passionate about but if I see chorizo, I've, I've got to have it. And so then, and then it begins the rabbit hole of, oh, okay, right. I'm going to get chorizo on this pizza. Oh, I may as well get like pepperoni as well. Or To, to what extent <laughs> does the phrase, if I see chorizo, I've got to have it go? Um, what are we talking about here? We're talking like, if I was at a deli, I don't think I've ever been in a deli, but if I was ever in a deli and I saw that there was... It's a good start. <laughs> yeah. I don't think I I've ever this. been there. <laughs> but if I was... If I was... Are you avoiding it because of your addiction, you know, though? That is the thing, because I, I, I would say I'm quite a mild-mannered person, usually. But if I saw that there was only one bit of treat so left and there was a long queue, I would have no qualms in elbowing or manipulating my way to the front of the line um also I remember New Year's Eve 2019 going to 20 I did go to a corner shop to get a pack of salami that I um not salami oh sorry no treat though that was a rookie whoa, mistake whoa, whoa, whoa. I yeah sorry I got a pack of chorizo that I could munch on when I was waiting for the fireworks to begin in London um so that is my snack of choice Personal question: yeah. Were you planning on kissing anyone that night? Um, I was. Um, oh, okay, lucky them. Yeah. <laughs> Meat mouth Clayton. <laughs> Meat mouth Clayton. Oh my god! Well, I'm sure if you asked whoever it was, up he in had the air, li- babes. <laughs> I don't think he had any complaints. So. Oh. Hey. He loves the spicy sausage as well. There we go. Oh, very good. I feel a bit ill. <laughs> He's going to text me after hearing this. <laughs> <laughs> It'd be awkward if there was like m- multiple texts. 
from saying, multiple different people. I enjoyed the chorizo kiss. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, compliment, maybe not, like maybe not weird, just like a nice <laughs> reminder. <laughs> nice reminder of New Year's Eve, nineteen twenty. Mm. That's a great start. I can only go up from here. Mm. We are at the part of the show where we ask our guests to bring a little something in to entertain Adrian and myself. Yes. Um, we asked you to bring in something that reminds you of a childhood memory. Yeah. Um, what have you got? So these were actually freshly picked about five, ten minutes ago. Um, it is, let me just get them in my hand, pieces of white gravel. I'm intrigued. What's the memory okay. that it? Sorry, it I'm really starting to hate this portion of the. <laughs> I love it. So, I just want to preface this by apologising because I don't actually have that many memories of my childhood. Um, it wasn't traumatic or anything. I just think I have a really. Were you there? Um, well, <laughs> apparently so. So, um, one the reason I decided to tell this story was it was the first time I was peer pressured. And I just think it, we could really offer a nice moral message on your very serious podcast. So serious. Um, so one time I went round a girl's house that was from my preschool. So I would have been three or four. And when my mum came to pick me up, she did, as all mums do, started chatting on the doorstep with the other mum. And this had gone on for quite some time. And me and this girl were like, oh, let's just play a game while we wait. And I wanted to play hide and seek. Okay, disclaimer. I I wanted to play hide and seek, the classic game for four-year-olds. But she suggested playing knots and crosses instead. And I was like, oh, great. We could just get some, like, chalk or some stones and, like, play on, like, you know, the concrete outside. No, she suggested that we would play knots and crosses on the side of my mum's car. Um, and I didn't see anything wrong with this. I was like, yeah, I would rather play hide and seek, but I guess knots and crosses is fun too. I just assumed like with stones on a path or chalk on something, you could just wash it off. Um, I saw the car door is like a surface, an easily wipeable surface. And so for the next 10 minutes, we just played several games of knots and crosses until my mum turned around and we had scratched the entire front door of my mum's car, just full of little knots and crosses everywhere. Yeah, that was the first time I remember getting told off. Um, and again, the first time I was peer pressured to do something that I didn't particularly fancy doing. And to this day, my parents still hold it against me. <laughs> every, every single time, it, whether it's like loads of glasses in my room or I've come in late from something, it always, the argument always circles back to um, the knots and crosses on the car. How, how, how do they manage to get so many different stories to get back to knots and crosses on the car? Like glasses in your room, how? Well, I mean, I couldn't walk you through their process because they're clearly still very bitter and I'm just not that kind of person. It just, it's, it's a spiral effect. It's something along the lines of, we should have known this would have happened when you <clears throat> played knots and crosses on the side of the car. <laughs> it's, it's, an, it's the last punch to the gut I'm not a psychiatrist Aww. but 
did something happen straight after that that would make you perhaps forget all of your childhood memories? <laughs> um, well, actually, I was speaking to my parents about this. I just want to do a disclaimer. Like, they are very, very lovely people. They are not, like, they're not holding signs behind the camera telling me to say this. They legitimately are. But um, I just remember, yeah, being shouted at and um, crying in the car as we were waiting to get fish and chips that night. So clearly it wasn't too bad of a punishment. But apparently we did spend the next day polishing the car, like me and my dad, for hours and hours. But I can't remember that. So maybe that was the traumatic bit that I left hard work. Did he polish the car with you? <laughs> Is that why you can't remember it? <laughs> Very possibly. <clears throat> oh, gosh. It's like rubbing away all of your childhood memories <laughs> for hours. Every spin, it's another 10 minutes gone. Yeah. Wow. Wax on, wax wow. off. There you go. Goodness me. Um, Adrian, yep. thoughts? Oh. I feel nothing but sadness right now. <laughs> That's the tone. Um, <laughs> we, we start with a, a fat-tongued lovely lady and then we lead on to I have no childhood memories but at least I got a fish and chips out of it. I can't. I, I just want to say I can't remember the fish and chips. So whether or not I wasn't allowed to eat that night, I don't know. But I just remember waiting in the car, crying. Right, right, right. So, Wait, do you think your parents got fish and chips and just ate them in front of you? Well, as like punishment, very possibly. Yeah. Mm, these loving parents don't sound so <laughs> loving to me. Is what I'm saying. If you are listening, though, we appreciate you. Thank you. We appreciate you for bringing Megan into our Aww. lives. I love you guys. Um, right. So when you see like a pebble now. Mm. <laughs> immediate regret. Immediate regret. That's all you feel every time you see a pebble. Yeah. And it, like my driveway is gravel. So you imagine the emotional journey it takes <laughs> every time I come home. The walk to the front door facing my parents again. It's like, oh, we're back here again. I'm back to that um, car crying over the fish and chips. Is, I'm, I'm assuming the car has since moved on. Um, yes, she passed away 15 years ago, I would say. Oh, okay. See, the reason I say that I feel nothing but sadness is because, first of all, you led with, I, have, I don't have many childhood memories. <laughs> and then you brought in something that reminds you of guilt and shame and misery. Well, so... And I, f- I feel like if I don't give you five points... <laughs> I am adding to this misery. So you you can have five points, mate. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much. I was so scared. I was so scared that I was going to get a one out of five. Well, <laughs> Rochelle still needs to speak. So oh, okay. maybe, maybe save the excitement. Okay. Wait, can I just quick? I mean, I was. I just going. want to quickly say as well, past the age of 10, I'm pretty good at remembering what happened. But <laughs> ages zero to 10, that's when it's a bit fuzzy. If that makes it any better on reflection. No, I don't think it, it does. doesn't make no. it better. I do have a poor memory. Age 10, is that when your face was no longer used as a polish vehicle? <laughs> yeah, that's when the car That's when the car died. Is that when the car oh. died? Oh, my days. I think it... the car took your childhood memories away. Yeah. 
We need to get my sister back on and analyze the situation. <laughs> oh my gosh. I've had a, I've had a very, like, I have had a very, very happy childhood. Please, Mm -hmm. I promise. From the age of 10 onwards, (laughs) when the car died. Like, I mean, I'm sure, yeah, sure, traumatic memories stay with us longer than happy ones when there's so many happy memories, right? Like, because they're the rarity. No, because they're so rare, they're usually covered and masked by the happy ones, which is why people go to therapy to draw out Mm. those traumatic ones. You somehow have only got traumatic ones. No, no. I'm thinking, and I definitely do, between the ages. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Michael Jackson dying. (laughs) A wasp stinging me on my palm. Me breaking my parents' computer. You're so right. Right. Okay. This is this is a whole different issue and definitely Sorry, for a different give me podcast. Your rating. <laughs> wow. All right. Demanding. Oh. Um, give them to me. Um. Yeah. I feel like we've started something that we didn't intend to. And also, when you're like, "Oh, bring something that reminds you of a childhood memory," I'm always like, "Oh, like an ice cream cone." And this one day, I got this ice cream, like a happy ice little. Oh, cone. this is fun. <laughs> Hey, you know all of my memories are based around food. Um, I did not expect you to start reliving some childhood trauma and then for us to unveil the fact that from the age of four up until 10, where it then went away, this car seems to have enveloped all of your trauma. And once that was either sold or broke down, you were then able to live your childhood. for the fact that this gravel signifies a memory that seems to have started a whole heap of trauma, I'm going to have to give you five points because that's a whole overshare that <laughs> I didn't expect <laughs> when all we asked was for a childhood oh, memory. So I think you've got 10 points. Thank you so much. I did not mean to overshare. I'm so sorry if I made you or any <laughs> listeners uncomfortable um, or made you rethink your childhood trauma. Not that I had any. Um, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, sorry, but thank I've you. I've just had an idea of like an amazing Black Mirror episode where oh dear. somewhere out there, there is a car that has all of your memories and that's why you don't have them yeah. because the car has them. Scratched onto the like paint. Scratched onto the paint. And that car thinks he's a four-year-old girl and that you have stolen their life and it, wait so now megan thinks she's a car no, no, the car no. thinks it's me the car thinks it's a girl oh uh, that, that's a bit much i mean being I mean, stalked by a car would be the worst kind of stalking we need to get in touch with charlie brooker <laughs> mate honestly we could sell this we could sell this mate i don't know how to say well i do know how to say it and i'm just going to come out and say it the world's ending in 24 hours okay Great, very blasé. Sorry. Um, <laughs> how how is the world ending? In my head, how I envision the world ending is um, we know that like an asteroid's coming. It's very full circle. It's a full circle moment. Um, this might be really really basic. I'm so sorry, but an asteroid's coming. Um, the sun's gradually getting darker and darker for some reason, um, and we just know that. It's going to be here. Not even the cockroaches are going to survive. And everybody's like, just trying to have one last good day. Is it going to be like a gradual 
meteor shower where it takes 24 hours for the planet to be destroyed or is it just going to be like one big kaboom oh well i it was one big kaboom beforehand but i like the idea of well no i don't like the idea yeah (laughs) yeah you just you just hear of like an asteroid in um new zealand asteroid in central america one in your neighbor's back garden there's like destruction everywhere, but it's in small bits and you just know that it's coming. Like gravel. Uh. Just, just <laughs> oh. of gravel gradually picking people off like a sniper. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And to be fair, if a piece of gravel or, you know, a rock the size of gravel came down at hurtling speeds and hit you on the head, I think it could do some damage. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it'd probably go straight through oh, you. Okay. I was you expecting to... Bumps. Yeah, yeah, okay. I was expecting to get rebuttals from that, but I'm so glad that we agree. Nah, 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 nah. We're on. No, no. Together. Yeah. If you say something that makes sense, then we're usually on board. It's just that most people say things that we disagree with. Like the best pizza in the world comes from Chorley. Gonna challenge that. (laughs) Still haven't got over that. Um, Where are you when you hear the news? So, where are you when all of a sudden you're hearing about? asteroids and meteors in New Zealand in your neighbour's back garden? Mm, I think well I imagine it taking place over like a bank holiday somewhere over a bank holiday weekend so probably (laughs) at my parents house. (laughs) I feel as though British people sorry the rest of the world it all revolves around us um they wouldn't let something like an asteroid ruin their bank holiday Monday if it's really sunny outside. Do you know what I mean it's like okay. Yeah of course yeah. Nana's in the in the middle of the garden with a massive hole in her head. But yeah, let's carry on barbecuing, guys. Yeah, well, I mean, I'm not that unfeeling. I'm just saying that if people... Because if, if people had known that there was a holiday coming up and they'd got yeah. all the preparations, it would be like, well, it would be a shame not to have one last huzzah. Right. Like, I mean, we try to contact a lot of people, friends, fans, family. Mm. But only a handful, a handful <laughs> actually showed up. I'm mm. not sure why. There's a there's some people here. They want to ask you some questions about what you would do on your last day. And okay. the first question they want you to answer is, what activity do you want to do on your last day and with whom? So I would want, remember, it's a bank holiday. It's sunny outside. People are kind yeah. of remaining at home with their families and loved ones. I would like to drive all around the country slash FaceTime, whoever, and tell people what I think about them. But not in a mean way, <laughs> just in a, oh, I fancied you, or yeah, you're really attractive. Or can you remember this thing that happened in like year six that I probably like shouldn't remember? Yeah, it happened. And it's a fond memory I have with you. That is what I'd like to do. That's what I'd like to spend the day doing. Do you remember when we shared a cheeky chorizo snog? <laughs> right next to big ben um yeah exactly exactly why wouldn't i want to read of that um any any people come to mind i mean so like some of my best friends yeah but also i have been well so we know that this asteroid is coming right we've had like 48 hours notice we hear on the friday before the bank holiday and yeah right okay so So full bank holiday knowledge of right impending doom and i've had time to prepare and i've got a google's google like form i put it in my instagram bio and i just say this is what i'm gonna do who wants to join me 
Right. So what car are you driving around in if this is turning into a, it's a Google form and your Instagram followers can swipe up? Is it actually you're renting like a double decker um, bus? Like- oh. Well, the thing is, is they the only issue with this is it a lot of the day mm. could be a lot of driving. So the you do. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, well, I'm excited. One problem with this. I'm excited to hear your issues because I, I genuinely don't think that there is an issue with my idea, apart from okay. the fact that a lot of the day is driving. And so you're going to need speed. And I just, I haven't driven a double decker bus by my, like myself personally, but I don't think they can go that fast safely. And I'm all about safety. Right. Okay. Let me paint for you a little scenario. Okay. <laughs> um, you're heading over to uh, Susan's house. Mm-hmm. Susan is the mother of one of your friend's ex-boyfriends, right? Yeah. Good or bad? And, well, you tell me. Okay. <laughs> On your car, we've attached a megaphone so that you can still keep COVID restrictions. <laughs> yeah. And COVID safety distances. And so from the megaphone, Susan's there, just in the garden. Nan's in the backyard with a hole in her head because she's just been hit by a bit of gravel. So mm. she's a bit shook up. Yeah. And all of a sudden... When I dated your son, you were a trash person. I hate you, Susan. And then you drive off. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah. How do you feel if you're Susan? Well, I am just... Well, I'm of the opinion that honesty is the best policy. And it Then why wasn't this said earlier on then? <laughs> I assumed it was oh, what are you talking about my mouth and not telling people? No. Oh, okay. what? As in, why didn't you tell Susan she was trash oh, earlier? Well, because you just what said on it... the last day. <laughs> when Nan's already dead. Yeah. <laughs> Well, firstly, Susan's not my problem. We've established it's my friend's ex-boyfriend's mum. Like, yeah. So Thanks. I don't have anything to do with Wash this. those hands. Yeah. <laughs> not my fault. Also, yeah. I feel like I am quite an honest person, but also, you know, I am very much aware that if I go up to somebody and say, I fancy you, it isn't the last day on earth and that they are going to remember tomorrow and there are going to be real world consequences. And so before the end of the world i probably wouldn't have told people because i would have known there would have been consequences whereas here there isn't any and also it wouldn't be a drive-by i'd, I'd sit down and have a talk about them <laughs> sit down <laughs> draw it out as as long as you can so it can be a discussion we can get both I've of our side list of, of uh, i've compiled a list got- <laughs> of reasons why you're a trash human Oh. Also, you've got a double decker bus full of people who are like wanting to go around. You're like two seconds for me to go in, have a drink and a biscuit with mm. Susan. Well, because <laughs> I assume that people on the bus they're going to want to speak to more people who aren't necessarily in the country. So when we stop off at other people's houses, it's like a FaceTime break for everybody else, and everybody's just right. like checking the list. There's a massive whiteboard at the like front of the right. bus where okay. everybody can. Right. And I w- do want to say. I would think that I would use the day for more nice things than airing out grievances. The question that pops to my head, so you said that previously, because it wasn't the end of the world, you wouldn't go up to people and tell them that you fancied Mm. them. But Megan, it's the last day on earth. So who do you fancy? (laughs) There is somebody I fancy at the moment from my 
Shakespeare seminar at university. Shakespeare seminar. The most English literature oh thing I could have said. We love yeah. that. Do you think it's to be? Um, or is it not to be? That is the question. Um, <laughs> it would be crazy if his name was Toby. <laughs> and Rochelle just said it extremely wrong. Oh. Is his name actually Toby? No. I just oh, my oh, goodness. Sorry. Imagine. Sorry, I should have lied. Oh, wait, let's redo it. No, I'm kidding. Um, is it? Oh. <laughs> is his name Toby? How did you know that? <laughs> right, you get the Oscar. Well, oh, oh, thanks. I'll say I'll say one last thing, and then I think we can we can move on. But mm-hmm. Rochelle knows that I'm a very motivational speaker. Yeah. Um. She's she's nodding her head in agreement. Um. <laughs> That's not the direction for agreement. <laughs> Just do you, mate. And I would say that to anyone listening. If you if you fancy someone out there, don't be a creep, right? Mm. There's already enough creeps in the world. That's the hard but bit, though, isn't it? Not being a creep. Live, live every day. Not as if it was your last. Just live every day as if tomorrow you're going to tell Susan what a trash person she is. <laughs> no, I do not advocate telling people. I don't want to be... Assigned no, but your they... friend does. Your friend who dated Susan's Susan's son. Mm. Yeah. Okay, you're right. Actually, I take it back. Sometimes things do have to be said so you can move on. Yeah. Just like telling people that you fancy them. Like I've, I think I've only shooted my shot once. Shooted and I... your shot. Shot my shot. Surely you shot my shot. Shooted my shot. I shooted my shot. Shooted my shoot. <laughs> shot my shoot. I've got to be careful with uh, with the other vowels in there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I'm very aware. Thank you. Yeah, so I've only shot my shot once, I would say, and it not work out. And I don't. And it it was still nice because as soon as he was like, "Oh yeah," like I don't really see you that way. I was like, "Yes, I can move on." It's like cool. Like it, it, rejection really isn't that big of a deal. I love that. I would say. Exactly. Thank you. Oh. See, you're really motivational as well. Good oh, job. Thank you so much. Go team. Um, Megan, mm. you and your squad are on this double-decker yeah. bus, driving around, telling people what you think, who you fancy, mm-hmm. reliving the year six memories. Yeah. Obviously, like, your family, as you've mentioned, are at home having a barbecue, but you've not eaten. No. So what is going to be your perfect burger order okay um so well i'd just like to start off by saying um there's nothing worse than eating a burger in front of people or like people that you're self-conscious around which for me is everyone so even if i was traveling around with all these friends in the double decker bus i would like a secluded booth with no windows I was about to say no windows or doors, but I think one of those is necessary. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that would be the setting for my perfect burger. Okay. Right, in a, in a cupboard. Excellent, we've got it. In a cupboard, stick some Netflix on. Like, so then I can just eat in the dark without thinking I look like a cow grazing. Oh. Right, so some sensory deprivation. This is an interesting way, but okay. Um, <laughs> I'm just thinking about people analysing this conversation. It's really putting oh, me off. They're gonna analyze. They've got a lot every of content. Word, not oh. just this conversation. Okay. Every single word that has been spoken so far. That makes me feel so much mm-hmm. better. Thank you. Oh, um, you're absolutely welcome. So I would say, um, 
a chicken burger because I'm trying to cut back from red meat apart from chorizo. Um, <laughs> the reddest of the meats. <laughs> <laughs> well, then it's balanced. <laughs> if I don't have any of the red meat apart from chorizo, then anyway. So yeah. yeah. So Love I it. would, I would have a probably a chicken burger with some like avocado, some bacon. I'm taking back the red meat statement because bacon's in there. Is bacon red meat? Well, it's pork, as is chorizo, so they're white meat. Wait, what? Beefy red meat. Isn't chorizo pork? Chorizo's pork, yeah. It is, but I thought pork was red meat. meat. No, pork's white. The reason it's red is because it has paprika in it. Well, no, (laughs) I wasn't going off the colour. I just... (laughs) <laughs> I just genuinely thought it was because I thought the only white meats were like poultry. Veal? That's a veal, yeah. Veal's a white meat. Swan. Stop it. I don't want to get involved in this if you guys want to hash this out. Um, but yeah, they if we can give you one thing, so you've got ten points and Oscar and the knowledge that chorizo is not a yeah. red meat. Well, Even though it is red because of the paprika. So yeah, so this burger, I would be thinking chicken, avocado, halloumi, bacon, the tun, the, the tun, the bun would be toasted, a tun, a tun, I guess it kind of works. Toasted bun? Yeah, um, maybe just like some nice herbs and cheese. I'm thinking like the herbs and cheese <laughs> bread from Subway, <laughs> but just nicer. Ooh. Strong choice. Thank you. Um, and lots and lots of sauce. Probably mayonnaise. What sauce? Probably mayonnaise. I am the whitest of the white, but it's so good. So far, I'm imagining you on a bus, shouting abuse at people. No. Making Susan cry. <laughs> no. Eating a fat burger. Alone. What song would be the soundtrack to the montage of not just all those images, but of your last day as a whole? Well, thank you so much for asking. I don't know if you guys are Taylor Swift You're fans. Welcome. I mean, she's all right. Okay. Okay. Well, I blink and love her. And so the song I would... I, yes. It's a step up from Love Her. She has a song from her seventh studio album called Cruel Summer. And it's all about, basically, like, she's friends with benefits with somebody and she's in too deep because she realizes that she's like in love with them but she doesn't want to say anything because she doesn't want to ruin it right well i'm assuming this is me putting my own spin on it sorry taylor i'm so sorry if that is not what you were trying to say she does listen to this yeah and we are on a first name basis she's a big fan as you can see it's Mm. just taylor um so in light of a it being a bank holiday where it's nice and sunny outside you've got the summer (laughs) aspect you've also got the fact that um well, and this is this is the paradox of the song. She's saying that she doesn't want to tell this person that she's in love with them, but she's telling them that she loves them by the song. She's addressing, the yeah, yes, telling exactly. Them. So Taylor's telling them through the song, just as I am telling people over my speaker or as I'm sat down having a drink and a biscuit. Yeah, I love you. Is that the worst thing you've ever heard? And it'll be a perfect montage. Hey, Toby. You are the eternal to my Genevieve. I don't know Shakespeare, sorry. Oh, it's okay. I can understand what you're saying, so you definitely said it correct. 
Was it because of my accent or? Um, no, I just couldn't hear you with your hands over your mouth. Oh, okay, I'll do it again. Hey, Toby. You are the Otello to my Genevieve. <laughs> um, Romeo and Juliet, that would have been a, a better one. Yeah. Although that's quite tragic. Um, most of them are, to be honest, when you really look into it. But I really like your use of Otello. I really like your use of Genevieve. Um, maybe you're thinking of Desdemona. Or are you thinking Genevieve is in Queen of, Ar- Queen of Arthur, King Arthur? Genevieve or am I just have I just not read is there a Genevieve character in Shakespeare definitely not I don't think so it's just the first name that came to my head but apart from that it sounds Shakespeare it does a little bit apart from that you I think you got the quote right it's a good job banging proud of that I don't know why I said sorry gosh I, it, because we're English and it's yeah. what we do. Um, on this bus, as you're going around telling people that you love them or hate mm-hmm. them, poor Susan. Literally, honestly, I feel so bad for Susan. It's her last day Wait, on this no. random double decker bus has turned up. No, it's okay. You've done this. <laughs> this you is on you. <laughs> you. But um, while you're going around seeing all these people, mm. what sort of common misconception or common fallacy would you want to set straight? Okay. So, um, I think we need to stop telling kids that the sun is a small, um, sorry, a, the sun is a big star. I don't know, if, uh, upon having said that, I realised that maybe you weren't told that as a child. But I was, and I know that my 30 other classmates were also. So there's at least 31 of us out there who were told this lie from very early on. And, you know... I was already shocked when I found out that the sun was a star. So telling me that it was a small star wouldn't have um, shocked me anymore. But I grew up thinking that the sun was a big star, not to realise that actually the sun is very small compared to a lot of things. And so we are small compared to a lot of things, insignificant one might say. And so I just think if if people have been straight with me from the start, then I wouldn't, the existential crisis could have been delayed a couple of years. Um, So I I hate it when people say to kids, oh, so actually, this is a really fun fact, the sun is a star, a really big one though. It's not like the little tiny ones you see in the sky. No, The the sun is small and we are small and our little silly lives are small. This podcast, even though I love it and it's not silly, is is small Easy. oh wait. no 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 i love small things Megan. it doesn't mean they're not they're not important just in comparison in comparison to the north star it's tiny i just it just well i'm i'm just glad you didn't waste that opportunity <laughs> oh, no I mean, you could have done you could have done anything you could have literally done anything but you went with the sun is not a small star. It isn't. Oh, no, no, no. Sorry, it is. The sun is a little star, but I was told it was a big star, and that is just incorrect. Right. Imagine that I'm a little kid, yeah. right? Yeah. And you are either a parent or a teacher <laughs> yeah. uh, person, and yeah. <laughs> you're telling me that 
the you're telling me the truth about the sun. Okay, yeah. let's role play this. Go. Okay. Hi, Adrian. Wait, are we, are we starting from the very beginning? Or are we just starting the role play from me telling you about this? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> let's start from day one of school <laughs> and work our way through all the planets and all the solar systems, and then we we we. Okay. I've got a really fun fact for you. Yeah. Maybe you can tell your parents when you get home. Okay. So the sun is actually a star. All right, cool. But no, 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 before you go, it's not just a big star. You know, when we look in the sky and we see all those little tiny dots everywhere, they're actually bigger than the sun. And we are actually so small and so insignificant. So it doesn't matter that Timmy pushed you over at playtime because he'll be gone in 80 years. You're fine. Michelle's going to be my mum now. Okay. Um, Mum? Mm-hmm. My teacher's an absolute nut job. <laughs> she told me that I'm insignificant and that I'm going to die in 80 years. <gasps> Who is this woman? How dare, like, yeah, that's not going down well, well, is it? Well, you put me under pressure there. Uh, all I'm saying is... <laughs> you put me under pressure. So I told a little kid that he's absolutely <laughs> insignificant. No, I didn't. And that he's going to die. I said that his playground bully was insignificant. And he is. Bullies are irrelevant and if you question See, me that, that would have been a really cool thing to say or to, to 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 straighten out well okay well that's what i meant all i'm saying is why are we lying about kids about like a detail that is simultaneously like very important but also like not big enough to lie about do you know what i mean it's like what is the difference between? i do i just feel <laughs> there's so many like bigger topics that we can oh. teach kids colonization for example would be a big topic to teach in schools well that'd isn't... be big teaching about race <laughs> that would be big <laughs> but you've instead chosen to say stop telling kids that the sun is a little star because <laughs> it's not me all right it's a oh, huge star. No, it is... you've got it wrong <laughs> it's a tiny star yeah, well, that's what i was told in school all right <laughs> <laughs> all i'm saying is let's let's teach kids from early on to like have perspective so the sun is something so incredibly massive right it's the source of all life so you know it's extremely significant i would say one of the most significant things we can teach a kid actually and so but even though that is massive and still important in the grand scheme of things it's actually still quite small that doesn't diminish its impact but there still are more important and more prevalent things out there. So even in our lives, when there are these massive things that seem to sustain life or a school of thought or a worry or an anxiety, even though we shouldn't diminish the impacts of that thing, because they're still very real and still very present, there are always bigger things. And that could have been taught from telling kids from the offset that the sun is not a big star, it's a small star. The Uh, end. Finn. Megan, yeah. would you like to say thanks for coming to my dad talk? <laughs> the end, Finn. Thank you so much for coming to my TED talk. Thank you. That's going to rival Brene Brown, though. <laughs> well, well, do you now agree that it's an important thing? Because you were kind of making fun of me before. No, no, I, please don't. Don't, um... That's just our natural disposition. Yeah, I wasn't, we take I the wasn't mick out of everyone. Of I was 
just challenging challenging your very views <clears throat> what skill of yours megan clayton is the most useful on your last day and what additional skill do you wish that you possessed other than driving a double decker bus yeah well i guess this could kind of be linked to the driving of a double decker bus i can balance certain water bottles on my head on my forehead to be more precise and so I think just on the last day on earth, when there are so many more things to be doing, you need both hands. Just like, you know, <laughs> I don't advocate for driving with one, uh, driving a double decker bus one handed. And so this way, and of course, there's going to be loads of people. It's going to be hot outside. It's the bank holiday. You know, we're wanting people to stay hydrated. I can balance water bottles on my head. Is this conversation happening? Like, <laughs> am I still asleep? No, this have is I happening. been drunk? And I'm going to ask Megan the question. No, literally, I'm so confused. Megan, if you're driving, yes, okay, you need two hands. Mm. Um, if you're balancing a water bottle on your forehead, how are you seeing the road? <laughs> I can see you. Perfe- I can see you perfectly fine. <laughs> you no. I refuse to believe at that angle you'd be able to balance a water bottle no, still no, on no, your no. head. I wish I had one. So the specific water bottles is the plastic, sorry everyone, the plastic water bottles from Costco. Do you have a, do you have a problem with bags or pockets? <laughs> <laughs> well, don't bring up pockets to me, please, because as a woman, it's actually a really insensitive topic. Um, right. It's true. So... Like, it's fine, because you probably didn't remember, and I know you didn't have any, like, ill intentions, but just maybe think before you speak. No, I did. I wanted to insult your pockets. Okay, well, in that case... Rude. Yeah, very rude. Um, (laughs) This is what I put up with on a weekly basis. Yeah. I'm so sorry. Um, I know. So, yeah, so pockets, I'm just not even thinking about them, right? Okay, yeah. Um, Bags, you know, it's hot outside. You're not going to want to be carrying loads of bags and plus like a cold bottle of water loads on your forehead <laughs> it's one bottle of water <laughs> there should be other things in the bag right right if you've only got the water bottle in your head and there's other things that you need to be carrying where are they going so i'm guessing you can't just balance everything on your That's forehead what friends are for. Oh yeah, they've got. So your friends got aren't there because you too. like their company no using it for the forehead space <laughs> Yeah, that's actually one of the questions on the Google Forms, you know, that I released 24 hours. It's like, please measure your forehead diameter. (laughs) How big is your fod? (laughs) I'm going to pretend to to be Susan for a second. I wish you'd stop bringing her up. She's your invention, not mine. Double-decker buses. She she exists. She does. A double-decker bus has just stopped outside of my house. Mm-hmm. Nan's in the backyard. We all know what's happened to her. <laughs> Rest in peace. <laughs> R.I.P. Nan. <laughs> Resting gravel. <laughs> Resting. Um, I I come out mm. to my door. The double door. The double decker bus doors open, and out walks my son's ex girlfriend. Yep. And a girl balancing a bottle <laughs> on her head. Yep. My initial reaction would be to close my door <laughs> and not open it. But why? Because you recognise the friend. Yeah, but there's also a meth head behind her <laughs> who will likely cause me harm. No, because 
have you ever seen somebody with water thinking oh they're like not very nice like (laughs) (laughs) yeah good argument actually (laughs) now that you mention it (laughs) have you ever seen someone with water if no it's like you see a stranger holding a bottle of water i think nothing of it Okay, oh, there we go. Well, they're thirsty. Yeah, okay, if there I you go. I see someone balancing a bottle of water on their head. <laughs> Whilst holding onto the rails me, to be safe. Whilst holding onto the rail, walking towards me, I think... Hmm, <laughs> Run. I need I need my uh, spidey senses heightened here because uh, something might go down. No, because... So I presume that... Well, I can't speak for my friends. But the people I'm going to visit, I'm going to tell them beforehand... Just so you know, I'll be popping by. Like, don't need to fix me a plate. Like, it'll only be five minutes. But I just wanted to quickly say goodbye. So they know that we're coming. Yes, maybe they haven't mentioned that their friend, aka me, is balancing water bottles. But they could have said in their initial message, oh, and we can, like, provide refreshments. And then they see the water and they're like, oh, that explains that. You've been really wonderful. Oh, thank you so much. Thanks. (laughs) Thanks so much. We hope that... um, You don't take anything that we've said today um, to heart or seriously. If you want to balance bottles on your head, that's your prerogative and we have no say in it. And so please continue being you and spreading sunshine. Sorry, I didn't mean to mention the sun. The small sunshine is so small. No, big. You can hardly feel. Oh, no, small. You're right. Sorry. 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 Also, thank you so much for sharing your uh, childhood trauma. It's okay. Like, that was appreciated we didn't expect that we were going to get so deep but after we've obviously opened up the logical doors mm. previously this is true we should have known that it was gonna happen. well thank you so much for being so understanding and i feel as though you know your last disclaimers that have kind of tried to be pre- preventative to make sure i don't go into another 10-year memory loss so i really mm. really do appreciate that thank you so much and thanks welcome. for having me on before you go You've already mentioned Netflix and eating burgers in the dark. Yep. And so, basically, we want you to build an apocalypse survival kit, something that you're going to have with you on your last day. Okay. And from that, we'll tell you a new show to watch on Netflix. Oh, yes. I love that. Thank you so much. So, question number one is, Mm -hmm. would you take a backpack... A high-end purse or a fanny pack or a forehead (laughs) in in your situation. Well, my forehead's already attached, so if that's okay with you, I'm just going to keep that. I thought thought you were made out of Lego for some reason. (laughs) I'm glad to clear that up. So I'm not going to choose my forehead because it's already there. I think I I would take a backpack. A backpack. What would be your number one must-have? Would it be your phone? Yep. An extra pair of socks? Ooh. Or a water bottle? <laughs> um, I think... <laughs> I think it would have to be my phone. Although all three of those are good things. Again, I'm kind of counting on my forehead and a water bottle being there. so that's why I didn't pick Mm. that but I do very much love socks I get several socks every year for my birthday and Christmas and I love it like I ask for them 
several socks or several pairs of um, socks? <laughs> You're just getting some random socks? Yeah, I think several <laughs> socks does include several pairs of socks. Okay. What would be your number two must-have item? Would it be a stick of deodorant, mm. some plasters, or a tiny little bottle of hot sauce? Ooh. I mean, straight away, it's got to be the plasters. Um, straight away. Yeah, my feet are... Uh, yeah, apparently they're oddly shaped. What food would you pack? Your options are... Oreos. Mm. Trails. Or spam. Um, I think out of all of those very lovely options, I'm going to have to go with Oreos. Because I feel like it's been quite like a meat centric day and just bringing it back if I was having a trail mix to myself then I do cherry pick and then I'm just left with sawdust so it's not very good what kind of, what kind of trail mix yeah. are you there's having no s- with sawdust, sawdust Wait, trail mix. but like I don't know the par- the kind that my parents buy it's like sawdust wood shavings no wonder your That's tongue is massive <laughs> <laughs> you're being fed sawdust <laughs> I don't think that's your trail mix. I think that's for your hamster. Imagine you've been eating your (laughs) your hamster snacks. I know. All this time. Right. What would be your weapon of choice? Would it be a cigarette lighter, a paint gun, or your intelligence? My intelligence? That was given. (laughs) No, because I think I'm a very peoply person. Good word. And so I would use... English English literature graduate. I would use my intelligence. Yeah. No, I, so I feel as though I could kind of talk my way out of any situation. And that's all, that's the only weapon I need. Finally, choose one luxury item. So you've got a book, English literature student, a camera, Mm -hmm. or your diary. Oh, they're all so good. I think I would have to choose a book. Stay relevant to my branding as a English literature student all the way to the very end. Um, any book in particular? Well, do you know what? My bookshelf broke recently. Like it snapped, like the shelf snapped. Um, and so now all my books are in boxes on the floor. And I have more books to read than I have read which is saying quite a lot because i've read a lot of books so i would say saying all of that i would pick my favorite ever book which is actually a children's book called when hitler stole pink rabbit by judith oh, kerr very nice it's it's really it's a really nice book like i'm being yeah, genuinely they serious. made it into a film a couple nice of years book. ago here in germany oh very nice wait are you being yeah, yeah. Are you serious totally serious yeah, <gasps> no yeah. way it's in German, but I'm sure you can get it with English subtitles. I would love to watch that. It's been my favourite book ever since I read it when I was like 10. Can I just say as well, reading books and buying books are two completely separate hobbies. Yes. Yep. 100% agree. I'm better at buying books than reading them. Me too. So anyway, we've digressed quite Best a bit. Friends. Would you like to know what show yeah, we are going sorry. to recommend? Yes, I would blink and love that. Something for you to watch on the double-decker bus for the times when you're not driving. Oh, when I'm eating my burger, yeah. 
in the dark in a cupboard. I mean, you said cupboard. Oh, but I guess the screen lights yeah. up. Yeah. Um, the sh- No, you're fine. The show for you is Jane the Virgin. <gasps> Do you know what? I have seen half of the first season and I loved it. It's so good. Yes, and I don't know why I stopped watching. I think, you know, like uni got really busy and then, you know, it like never got back. But this is the sign to rewatch it again. Thank you so much. There you go. Some joy on your last day. Some joy in your life. (laughs) After a lifetime. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, man. Um, Is there anything you want to plug before you, uh, you leave us? I really don't think so, but thank you so much for the opportunity. I guess just your guys' podcast. Best guest ever. But no, seriously, thank you so much for having me on. And I really, really enjoy listening. You guys are doing a fantastic job. Great hosts. Thank you. I I don't know how to take compliments. Uh, Sorry, I shouldn't have said that. No, no, no. Keep them coming. Uh, Keep them coming. We oh, don't yeah, know how to yeah. take them. We, we love them. them. We just don't just know how to react when someone compliments us. Mm. I mean, earlier when you mentioned your radio show, can you still listen to episodes that have yes. gone? Or has it gone? Yes. Gone? Well, thanks, Rochelle. You can listen to episodes one to five on um, Mixcloud. Um, I don't know if there's really an easy way to um, access them all but I'll try and make a playlist or something and send it to you guys if you wouldn't mind but um yeah so I do a radio show where or it's finished now unfortunately where I just get guests on and they play their main character tracks which is just you know songs you play when you want to feel like the main character in your own life um and we usually just end up chatting about absolute rubbish but in the nicest possible way sounds sounds like this podcast love that (laughs) basically basically mm-hmm. right well all the best with your tongue oh, um, oh thank you so much it's i can feel it swelling because it hasn't been out of my mouth for an hour <laughs> you're gonna go out in the garden and just air dry it now yes Slob it out. <laughs> let it deflate a little bit yeah please don't forget to subscribe give us a lovely review and a five star rating if you would like to get in touch with us, email us at lastdaypod.gmail.com or follow us on the socials at lastdaypod. Thank you. Thank you. Love you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Love you. Thank you. Thank you. Love you.